0: It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 or send an email to Talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart.
1: All right, welcome back. Hour number two of A Penny for Your Thoughts and a, a variety of topics there in that first hour. Ten eleven at uh, DWS here as we uh, join you this morning. And we've got Lauren Tate with us here for this hour, our final Monday morning quarterback show of the uh, year, at least for the athletic year. We'll pick it up again in August. We'll let Lauren go play some golf or... Whatever he'd like to do.
2: I'm babysitting in the morning. Babysitting now, are you? Yeah. Oh, well, some of yeah, Just a little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a little
1: bit. You can do some of that. Uh, Ten eleven at uh, DWS two one seven three five six nine three nine seven is our number. Text line is two one seven three five one five three five seven, and you can email us talk at wdws dot uh, just a historical note: I mentioned in the first hour, this was the date Martin Luther King was assassinated in Memphis. Right. You remember that, I'm sure, mm-hmm. very well. It's hard to believe it's oh yeah that many years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. Yep. I mean uh,
1: and some of the things we were dealing with back then, you know, still kind of deep well we heard the uh, you know well John,
2: everything hasn't gotten perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, I thought the, there was an article in the in the, recently in our editorial page about what's what's going on in Champaign it's just it's a, it's hard to believe what what's mm-hmm. what's taking place. Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll keep an eye on that we'll talk more about that on Mondays and other days of course but well, we do have an hour here of Monday morning quarterbacking this morning and uh, two of our favorite teams Lauren Kansas and North Carolina. Playing our
2: favorite. <laughs> I mean just prove, it, it pays to be honorable in in the Production of your program, right? As long as you're honorable, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: note a hint of sarcasm there. <laughs> a hint. <laughs> yeah, I see your uh, article yesterday. Do the ends justify the means? Perhaps for some, yes. If the end result is a title.
2: Well, here's so. what I don't understand: is is a guy, guys get caught cheating twice, coaches, and then somebody at one of these institutions, whether it's Houston or Auburn or whatever it is, or LSU, they hire the guy. After he's set out three or five years, okay, you say, well, he served his time. He should, okay, that's fine. But but the University of I can tell you this: the University of Illinois is not going to hire one of those guys. They're not going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. There's too much concern at the top, and they're not going they're not going to hire somebody that's that's been caught cheating twice. One time could be an accident, you know. I mean, uh, Samson had hundreds of inappropriate phone calls at. Oklahoma. He was calling when no other coaches could call. It was a quiet period. He was not allowed to call. He called hundreds of times, and he was the president of the coaches association, the president of the National Association of Coaches. Yeah. So here's a guy that should know better, and he got, and so he got caught. And so Indiana, what well, he did the same thing, yeah. among other things, and so he serves five years. You know, they, had a five-year resolution. Yeah, show cause. Show cause yeah. resolution. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, he's hired again. So, I mean, I, there's a, the desire to win overcomes, um, the, the, the willingness to be honest about everything. I mean, they're just, they just basically could turn him loose at Houston. Yep,
1: and he's got them where he's got them. Well, he's the a great coach. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: just the fact, just the, because a guy got caught cheating doesn't mean he's not a good coach. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Self's a great coach. I mm-hmm. want to tell you something. But I hate to mention it. Pearl's a really good coach. Yeah, <laughs> he, <laughs> he I, really is. Yeah, I mean, you had first time in history you had Auburn up to number one this year. Mm-hmm. Number one in the country, and that's a football school. Always has been. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but so yeah. Oh well.
1: <laughs> well, Bill will be here in a week. Yeah, uh, yep. in town for the yep. uh, event up at Gordyville. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting if he's got a title with him or not.
2: Yeah, well, when he, he comes. I think he's got a great chance in this game yeah. tonight. I think, I think it's going to be a really close one. Uh, it comes down to shooting, mm-hmm. and some of the they came out shooting and and just were red hot against Villanova. Right from the, they had ten to nothing before they knew what happened, and they've got better play at center. Of course, they get twenty five points out of the post. Which is more than they had all year,-' mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty good, but uh,
1: and I think North Carolina at one point was what were they 12 and eight or something like that, uh, at one point in the year, they were struggling, yeah, in January, there was talk yeah. about are they even going to make the tournament?-
2: mm-hmm. yeah and then
1: they got in as an eight, and mm-hmm. here they are in the title game.
2: Yeah, but it's the thing I keep bringing up, Brian, and, and you know this is true. Don't judge a team by what they do in January or in December. Don't mm-hmm. judge them mm-hmm. because they're you're still putting your team together. And once they got it together, they're really good. But the problem is that we are you you mentioned they're an 8. Well, we, they they're an 8 because of what happened in December and January that has nothing to do with what's happened this week. Mm-hmm. Nothing.
1: Well, I figure if they took down Baylor, they can take down anybody. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> I mean sure. They, they right. had Baylor down 25.
2: Yeah, and I mm-hmm. tell you what that 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 the, the late season win over Duke should have w- awakened everyone to the, how good they are, mm-hmm. and they did it again. Yeah, twice. Yeah, to Coach K. Yeah, they yeah. did it again. They, they beat him
1: twice. Wonder what he's going to do now.
2: Well, he's going to probably uh, step back a bit, and I just wonder if he'll do anything na- uh, nationally. If he'll do anything with the coaches w- with. Uh, Colangelo and. Yeah, uh, with Jerry. Cl- I don't think so, though. Yeah. I, I don't hear that he's with that anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we'll see. Uh, a couple of questions have come in here already. Uh, somebody was asking about the transfer portal. And it uh, seems, uh, guys, I thought it was one time transfer, but it seems many players are transferring more than once. Example Omar Payne, who came to us from mm-hmm. Florida, mm-hmm. and Adam Miller, who left us to go to LSU. If you transfer a second or third time, do you have to sit out a year?
2: You have to, you have to appeal or sit out. Mm-hmm. But, but the appeals have been generally, uh, accepted. And, and I mentioned to you, uh, Adam Miller, number one, missed the entire year with an injury. Number two, his coach, Will Wade, was fired. Therefore, I would say that when he appeals, he'll be accepted. He'll mm-hmm. be, he'll be cleared for an immediate eligibility. That's my guess. It's not a guarantee, I guess, but mm-hmm. I think that what we're seeing is that most of these guys that transfer more than once, like, Coleman lands like Moore. I mean, different players that we see have uh, transferred multiple times and they've all been cleared to to play immediately. So if you appeal, uh, chances are are it'll be accepted. Yeah.
1: Now, Omar Payne may be a different story.
2: Well, yeah, it could be. I I don't know. Yes. He may have a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the the rule specifically states you must be eligible and you must be. Uh, this must be your first move mm-hmm. those two things are make it automatic but if it's your second move i don't know yeah D- then, it, then depends. it's iffy
1: 10 18 at dws monday morning quarterbacking here with lauren tate uh, doing an hour of it today and then we'll have give lauren his monday mornings off for a little while during the spring and summer uh steve is with us how you doing steve
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, sad to say my spring is going to come to a disappointment with no
1: more Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> I live for that every Monday morning. <laughs> well, we'll get it back up here pretty soon. <laughs> no.
3: But anyway, I had a question for Lawrence, and I've never really heard. Why did Ohio State and Thad Mata part ways? He wasn't that bad. He wasn't losing, but now he's a butler, and Butler's elated that he's back, and this and that, but... I don't know if there's ever been a real story why Ohio well, State his, made that
2: move. Number one, they didn't qualify for the uh, tournament the last two years. He coached, and number but but the main thing was that physically mm-hmm. he was ailing. He had some s- serious physical problems to the point where I doubted. Uh, after seeing him this year on the bench, uh, he didn't look healthy to me. I mean, he 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 looks like, but evidently he's a uh, he's a convinced do a Butler that he's uh, okay and that he's able to hold up. But I, I just don't, he's gonna have to get some help. Uh, he's gonna have to get some recruiters who, who, I mean, I don't think he can hit the road like he used to and do all the uh, extensive work because physically he's just not the same person. Mm-hmm. He could not, the last time he was at Illinois, he was at, at practice and he could not stand up and practice. They had to bring a chair out. Yeah, a special but, chair. A special chair for him to sit at mid court. To run practice,
1: yeah, he was he was in bad shape. So I don't maybe he had he's, a, maybe, he had maybe he's like got like what
2: a club foot or something. He had that yeah, and, he had,
1: something yeah. happened with a surgery that he yeah, had done? Um, yeah.
2: So uh, he he's had multiple problems uh, physically, and that's the answer to your question.
4: Well, anyway, like you said, some co-
3: Houston takes a chance on Sampson. Butler's taking a chance on his physical condition that that'll be covered and. They'll hire the right
1: people and see if it works out. Mm-hmm. Sean is back at Xavier.
2: Yeah. Second time. Yeah. <laughs> second time. Yeah. That's, that's then, really unu- uh, unusual. You'd have two coaches in thanks, the same Steve. league coming back to, to mm-hmm. their teams a second time.
1: Mm-hmm. 217, and uh, Mata was only at Butler a year, I guess. Head coach. Head coach. Yeah, he was yeah. assistant
2: coach there and then yeah. head coach. Yes. Right. Uh,
1: 1021, and if I remember right, he was. Um, I think we faced his team – well, he was at Z- – when did we face him? Or we were going to face and him. Xavier? Xavier. Mm-hmm. We were going to play them had we defeated Duke in the Sweet 16. Okay. Um, I think he was there, and I'm uh, trying to remember who all was on his staff. But uh, but anyway, that, uh, <clears throat> he was there, Butler, and then Xavier, and, of course, Ohio State. So –
2: Saviers has high expectations for their program. They're right there with Cincinnati, and they it's a you know it's a heated uh, competition between the two, and um, their program's been pretty good over the years, and then it slipped a little bit now, and they won't accept that, and they're going back to Sean Miller,
1: ten twenty one at News Talk fourteen hundred DWS. Let me go back to the phones here to Carl. How are you doing, Carl?
5: I'm pretty good, Brian. How about you? Good. Earlier today, uh, Alan. Um called to ask what a portal is, yeah, I looked up the definitions, and the second definition is a website link that leads to another website <laughs>
2: okay okay <laughs> which
5: which which kind of uh um, parallels with uh the transfer portal, yeah, I also wanted to ask Lauren, do you think with the coach with the coaches from different teams, uh, uh, recruiting the state of Illinois, the way they will with uh, the football team, Shauna Green and others, do you think they'll be able to work together to, you know, uh, make it easier for one another?
2: I don't. I don't see how that would work. I mean, if you're asking me that, Shauna Green will work with uh, Underwood or would work with Bilema? I don't know. I mean. I don't, well, I'm not clear how that would work.
5: Well, I, I'm just thinking in terms of uh, if Shauna Green recruits at a uh, specific school and she happens to know uh, sure. te- uh coach at that school that uh, maybe Underwood hasn't met before, he could he, she could tell him about him.
2: Sure, I mean, yeah, you could have word of mouth that would work, but... Uh, the, the thing about the thing about working with the coaches is the coaches it's good to have the coaches on your side it's better to have the parents on your side <laughs> you know i mean the coaches don't every coach doesn't want to be completely involved they they might favor a school one way or another and they might favor Illinois but they're not going to push a, a student athlete to go to a school and then be be the one responsible if it didn't work so most most coaches, a lot of coaches stay clear of that sort of thing. And that's why you see uh, players from from schools go to different, I mean, a lot of the pub, uh, the uh, Catholic League schools turn out a lot of football players and they go to a lot of different schools. The coaches mm-hmm. aren't just sending them to one school.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, I I just happened to notice, uh, Shauna Green seems to be about the same age as, as Will Henson when he came here.
1: Is that right? Oh, really? I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh. Huh.
5: So, all right. Maybe maybe a year or two difference, I don't know, but
1: Okay.
5: It just seems to be pretty close, I don't. Anyway, have a good day. Thank guys. you, Carl. Well, if bye. you
2: if you Carl, if you watched that game last night, you, you see where how far Illinois has to go to mm. to get talent of that level. South Carolina really strong, physically strong, aggressive, mm-hmm. athletic, and and big. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I saw the, uh, I think when the the seeding, the three of the four final four teams were number one seeds. Mm-hmm. Everything and but UConn. Everything but UConn. who yeah. was a two. Yeah. And of course, UConn had not lost a title game until last night. So, so uh, Geno's 11 and one. He looked and
2: up and it was like 10 to nothing or 10 to two, and he thought, uh-oh, <laughs> this is going to be my first <laughs> loss. Like,
1: <laughs> By the way, on that Xavier staff, uh, when, uh, Thad motto was the coach john gross was on that staff mm-hmm. i remember that in 04 yeah. Yeah. so just I, I knew i thought john was on there but i couldn't remember for sure uh david good morning
3: good morning how are you gentlemen today good good i don't know if you remember this or not but after we got uh, cheated out of our uh, our title game with uh, north carolina they came out with a commercial that was running and it was a, and I've got the website here, but I'll give you the website in a minute. And it was a Champaign police officer with a rider, and the guy goes, what did you stop this guy for? And he goes, 36 and a 35. And the guy goes, why such a close one? And it then it pulls the car pulls away, and it was a North Carolina plate, and he goes, not in Illinois it isn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I remember that. You're <laughs> interested.
3: If you're interested in it, because I butchered it, it's a lot funnier to see it, but it's Jumpman, J-U-M-P-M-A-N, commercial, Illinois versus UNC. And you can Google it. It's about a 31-second video, and it is hilarious.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just give me give me that site again, Jumpman.
3: Jumpman, okay. commercial, okay. Illinois versus UNC.
1: Okay. All and head- it's
3: just, it it it's, it was a riot when it first came out, and it now that North Carolina is back in it again, it just kind of opens up some wounds again.
1: <laughs> All right, hey, thank you, I appreciate it, David. All
3: right, have a good one, gentlemen.
1: I appreciate you very much. Ten twenty-seven. Back in a moment here. on a penny for your thoughts. You... All right, we're at ten twenty-nine. Here this morning on a penny for your thoughts. Good to have you with us. The Illini baseball team, five and one in Big Ten play. They wore the baby blues
2: they jerseys did. yesterday. Powder right? blues. Powder blues. Yeah. Is that what they call them? Well, yeah. yeah you know, you can call that. it what you want, but I, I mean, they hit the ball. They powdered the ball. I'll say that. <laughs> they got a lot of good hitters on that team. I mean, this is a legitimate hitting team. Whether the pitching will hold up is a whole other question. But yeah. eleven to eight yesterday. Eleven to ten the day before, huh? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think Scott told me they hadn't won a game yet where they hadn't scored at least six, six runs. Yeah. Yeah. I think is what. Uh, and of course, Scott called in the play by play for all of that. So makes yeah. for some long games.
2: Oh, my goodness. You know. It was two hours and 45 minutes yesterday in the sixth inning. <laughs> in the sixth <laughs> inning. I made it through the seventh. Yeah. But okay. I thought. Well, they had 11-5 lead. I thought, if, if they're going to lose this, I don't want to see it anyway. <laughs> so I <left. laughs> I finally left. But my goodness, those games are long. Yeah, it is. But they had a nice crowd, and it was a great day. And, and uh, like I say, the hitting was just terrific for Illinois.
1: Good morning, Brian and Lauren. With a baseball season on the horizon, we start a season without the iconic Cleveland Indians name. Yeah. How long do you think it'll be before the Blackhawks are forced to change their name? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't I, know.
2: I read a story about uh, the, is it the Guardians at Washington? The, uh, Guardians in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. What's Washington now? They're the the Commanders, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I started reading a story and I couldn't tell who it was. I didn't remember who it was. <laughs> I got to get up on that. That's I'm
1: slow catching up. Another texter said I rooted for Duke the other night because I hate them less. <laughs> but, but I really don't care who wins this game tonight. Can they both lose?
2: So, no, it's not possible. It's like, <laughs> well, you could have one losing and the other loo- uh, have it taken away later, you know. There you go. <laughs>
1: you could do that. Uh, Eric joins us here on the phone line on a uh, Monday Morning Quarterback show, our final one here of the spring. Hi, Eric.
0: Hey, good morning, guys. I'm You I'm down here in New Orleans. I went to the game Saturday. I'm going tonight. And I'll tell you, everyone should experience what that final four was like on Saturday once in their life. Because... That that dome <laughs> seventy thousand six hundred and two people, and when um, towards the end there, when Caleb Love hit that three to put him up by four with about thirty seconds, twenty four seconds to go, that building sh- I could feel it shake mm. from from the from the roar. I mean, that was one hell of a game. Um, that really came down to Duke missing free throws, you know, right at the end there. That was uh, that, that was a big part of it. That, uh, yeah, I mean, he he was he's shooting two with like forty seconds to go, down one, misses them both. They hit the three and that was a game right there. Mm-hmm. But
2: yep.
0: yeah. Uh that was it's just the atmosphere. I mean, then it's a the perfect city for this too. I mean, you couldn't design a better place for a for an event like this and the free concerts right on the on the waterfront and everything on the river and French Quarter being right here. You got all these old players walking around. There's a lot of tall people walking around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um yeah. it's it's a really fun event. But I'm looking forward to tonight. But um uh, well, I did have a, a question about uh on Saturday, I was listening on Saturday morning when you had Josh Whitman on and he was talking about how, you know, the Big Ten's the, the best conference for basketball. I don't think, I, you know, I, you, you can think that, but that's not, that's not true at all. I wouldn't, maybe second or third. Well, you know, I think if like you're me. athletic
2: director at the University of Illinois, mm-hmm. you can say that. <laughs> and I didn't yeah, argue did with you, him, but it's fairly yeah, obvious that, that the Big Ten wasn't the best <laughs> basketball conference this year. No, it, no, it no, might have no, been no, the deepest, either. though. <laughs> Had nine yeah. teams, so well, that's deep.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand the the reasoning, but, 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 uh, when you get the McDonald's All-American squad come out and not one player from it is going to a Big Ten school, that tells you all you need to know about, you know, know, the power of the other conferences.
2: But correct me, and I don't know the answer to this, but they may not have, and, and I'm in danger here in saying this, but they may not have had a McDonald's All-American for three years. Did, did Christie make it? Did, uh, Diabati make it? Did anybody like that make it in previous years, I wonder? Because they didn't, (laughs) because, you know, I, I looked that thing up and, and, uh, out of the tires the last three years, only five attended the Big Ten. That's a lot of players going to a lot of other schools, better than the Mm -hmm. players at that point, better at that point, not better than Davis got to be or not better than, Mm -hmm. you know, Murray got to be, but, uh, but that's a lot of players, uh, going to other schools. And why would you expect the Big Ten to win when the other schools are getting better players? That's
0: exactly what I was going to say mm-hmm.
2: so who brought but, the
1: um, who brought the most fans as far as you could
0: tell um, North Carolina by yeah. a mile I oh, mean yeah. you know probably if, if you look at North Carolina Duke North Carolina's like you know three times the size of a school, you know their fan base is probably that much bigger and uh you know, like alumni and whatnot, but um mm. Kansas had its own little section. There was hardly any Villanova fans, there. and <laughs> they're a small school too. You know? it's right. amazing they get as far as they do. But uh, Duke, you know, for, for what Chris Krzyzewski did with with the size of that of that school, just in comparison, you know, it's just, it's pretty amazing. Because, I mean, you know, it's nothing in football or anything like that. But uh, for for basketball, it's impressive. But mm-hmm. yeah, North Carolina, that place, and they've won the title twice here before. It was one of the Jordan teams, his first team in the the yep. famous Chris Weber game in '93. They won both of those games here, so. I'm looking forward to it tonight.
1: <laughs> That's right. Hey, thank you, Eric. Glad you're there. Nope. All
4: right. Thanks a lot.
1: Appreciate it. 1034 DWS. Uh, I've got Steve. i got Howard. I've got a couple of texts here to get to. I do need to get this in, though. Our news brought to you by the Illinois Secretary of State and their organ donor program. Go to lifegoeson.com to find out more. Let me get the news in here, and we're back with more in a moment. On a penny for your thoughts, our uh, Monday morning quarterback show with our friend Lauren Tate here as we uh, join you today. Our last one here before the fall. We'll resume it, of course, when we get back to football, which will be starting here before you know it. We still have the spring game, of course, coming up on the 21st. Uh, let's see a couple more texts. Did Lauren remember why Gene Barto got mad at him?
2: <laughs> I didn't.
1: And how shocking I, it was when he left after one year.
2: Uh that was a stunner when he got the wooden job, but yeah. it was based on what he did that uh, was it Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama Birmingham was yeah. that where he was before? If I got it mixed up. Did he go was there that, afterwards? He, uh, when, yeah, he was there after. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he um uh, I you know I, I I quit thinking I I didn't try to remember that and and I still can't remember. We had a, a run-in. I just try, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Isn't
5: hmm. that
1: interesting? Was a big deal at the time, probably. No, But you know, well, what I mean is, a, I mean, what I'm saying is, is for him or for whatever, he was mad he, about something. He, and, he,
2: he he called me on something. He called yeah. me not not on the phone, but w- when we were together, he said I shouldn't have done something, and and I don't remember what it was, but yeah. maybe it'll come to me. But I had I had a. I had one nice run in with Self on on a dispute over a player. Oh yeah. And I can never remember the guy in Springfield's name. It was played with McBride that was in the Iguodala? in Iguadala? Yeah. So I went he went to see Edwardala and McBride and, and uh he liked McBride and and they didn't offer Iguidala and I went I went to Springfield and I watched Iguadala play and I Oh my lord, what a game he yeah, I thought, Oh my Lord and we didn't recruit him and I got on I was just getting on the on the bus and we were going to a game, and I, I, I was getting on the team bus. And and so I said, Did "You go to Springfield last night?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "I, I said, I, yeah, I saw Aguadala." I said, "He's a pro." Yeah. And he said, "You're full of," and said, "Get in the back of the bus and sit down." <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you were proven right. I've proven yeah, right yeah, yeah. But I proven right, but that day I, I just shut up. He, he yeah. But you know, later on, he then tried to recruit Iguodala, and the parents were upset because he hadn't recruited him earlier, yeah. and they had emphasized McBride. McBride was one of the top sophomores in the country, right? And by the time he was a senior, he was not much better, but better, but not much, not not at the level that Iguodala was. Yeah. Iguodala had six six and long arms, playing the front end of a full court press. I mean, he was just mm-hmm. devastating. And uh, and so he, later on, he he uh, he changed his mind about Iguodala, and he tried to get him and couldn't. Hmm. And uh, I believe he went to Arizona, didn't he? <laughs> you know where he wound up, Okay. can't. That's too long. Yeah,
1: you're blanking my mind here, but we'll we'll find it. Ten forty one at uh, DWS. Let's go to Steve. How you doing, Steve?
4: Hey, good. I was wondering if Lauren had an update on Sky Clark. If he was coming in for an official visit, and when his table for the decision Clark. might be. I don't and, if, know. and if we're running still for the Terrence Shannon Clark, or, or Terrence Shannon, I heard something about his grades.
2: Well, uh, there has been talk about the academic side of it, yes. But I don't know that that's going to prevent him from coming. I think they still think they can, evidently, they must think they can get him in because they're still recruiting him. I don't think they've given up on that by any means. But... Um, Sky Clark, I don't know the uh, the details of the, of the visit. I just know that they are waiting for. He has other visits. that That is unclear to me whether he's going to make other visits, but he has a number of them scheduled, and uh, we're, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. I don't, I don't know. From all indications, Sky Clark's coming.
4: Well, thank you. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. thank you, Steve. By the way, Aguadilla did play at Arizona. From Springfield Landfair High School, yeah, and not only was he a pro, Lauren, he was the ninth overall pick in the first round (laughs) of the NBA
2: draft. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, when I saw him, he he was great, and when the first time Bill saw him, obviously he didn't play as well, Mm. and he was young, you know. I mean, uh, McBride was a year older than Iguodala, Mm. and therefore, I mean, we were on, we had been on uh, McBride for several years, and got him, and he played for Illinois. Yeah,
1: and the last uh, was last year anyway. I don't know if he still is. He was an assistant at Missouri mm-hmm. with um, uh, Kwanzaa Kwanza, Martin, yeah, yeah. but I don't know what happened yeah. to him after that. I assume he's not there. Uh, Howard, how you doing, Howard?
4: Morning, gentlemen. Uh, L- Lauren, is there any interest in Adam? Would we even want him back, or is he? What's you know anything about
2: that? I don't know how Underwood feels about it. He I, he's never. He's never indicated to me whether he would or wouldn't. I don't know whether he would want him or not. I just don't know. I know that there was that has been contact. I'm told that there has been contact between them, but I don't know how Underwood feels about it. Do you hear anything? Brian? I, I haven't I, heard anything. No, I mean, I, I think it's a possibility, but I don't. I don't. I just don't know.
4: Lauren, you remember Bartow's most famous recruit, right?
2: was not Audie, was it.
4: It was uh, he it was Audi. Yeah.
2: Audie Matthews, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. You know, I met West Mason's daughter at a basketball game up up north this year this uh, this uh winter. Oh, really? When I went up to see uh Roger's, when I went up to see Ty Rogers, I bumped into and was introduced to West Mason's daughter. Yeah. Wow. West Mason was a coach at uh at uh Bloom, and of course Audie Matthews played for Bloom and came down here as a. He was a top recruit at the time. Hmm. That I, I was a Tony. That was a Tony Yates catch.
4: Yeah, I kind of don't remember much about Audie's career. Was it did it turn out very good or not? I don't. Yeah, he was
2: a starter here. He was leading scorer on the team, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not every year. I mean, he took him. I mean, when he I, look when he broke in, help me here. Were freshmen eligible then? That's a long time ago. Probably not. Well, I don't remember. Well. I, was, I remember fresh, watching him, but. Yeah, I, just, I can't remember. I'd, I'd have to look that up. But my 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 point of it is that he got, he, he was young, a little frail, and he evolved into a really good player by the time he's a junior and senior. But I don't think initially we thought he was going to be a world beater, and he wasn't that good initially. Mm-hmm.
4: Who else was on
2: the team at that time? Oh man, <laughs> uh, Schmidt, uh, Farnham, uh, you yeah. know Otho Tucker. I don't know. <laughs> That's too long ago. Yeah, Dennis Graff was he in there? Yeah, he, <laughs> maybe Bill Rux, <laughs> Golden Gunner. Well, he, he you know, um, I think the first thing Lou Henson did was, um, I. I <laughs> I better not say this, but let's say he trimmed the squad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks, Howard. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Good to hear from you. A break. Back with more here with Lauren Tate. Monday morning quarterbacking here as we uh, wrap it up for the spring. Ten forty-eight. On a penny for your thoughts. Good to have you with us here and. Let me mention here, Busey, tax day is quickly approaching. Make sure you avoid costly penalties. Keep money in your pocket. Contribute to retirement accounts by April the 18th. That's the deadline. Organizing your records. File electronically to get your refund faster. Typical taxpayer, receive nearly $3,000. Make the most of your refund by paying down bad debt, building savings, retirement and investment accounts, or establishing and restoring an emergency fund. Visit Busey.com or stop by any of their convenient locations to get started today on your maximum refund. All right, we had a little help from Jim Dye. Oh, yeah. Now why, I, rem, now I remember
2: why Barto was mad at me. He had a show. I I can't remember the day of the show, Sunday, Monday. I don't know. It was, it was, and he said things, maybe to Larry Stewart. I don't know who he was talking to at the time. But he said things I, that I perked up, and, I, and I'm listening, and I thought, boy, I could use that. And so I wrote about it. And then he hit me when I saw him next with the statement that, you are not allowed to take things I say on the radio and use them in your column. And I said, Gene, I, I think I can do that. <laughs> Once you say it, it's you know, It's out there. It's out there. Yeah. yeah. We do it all the time. And he now. he was upset about it. And I said, Well you shouldn't have said it.
1: <laughs> Who was it that said, Don't quote me uh which football coach was it? That said uh Said a bunch of things and then said that's all off the record. Yeah, oh, uh, uh,
2: it, was, uh, it was Blackman. Yeah, it was Blackman. He would. He said, and and I remember, one of the, and he said it at the at the Big Ten meeting. Yeah, and he said, by the way, that was off the record. <laughs> and one of the guys said, too late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ten fifty at the uh, DWS here on a, a penny for your thoughts. Somebody mentioned Iguodala was also MV, NBA Finals MVP. Mm -hmm. at one time. Uh, Jim Dye pointed out, somebody else did too, Andre committed to Arkansas originally, Arkansas switched coaches, and he was released to go and he went to Arizona.
2: That's when Richardson left, huh? Yeah.
1: And the freshmen were eligible in September of 1972. The listener says, I was one of them, doesn't say who it is, I was one of them along with Roger Powell at Illinois State. Roger's dad. So there you go. Uh, Somebody said about the powder blue uniforms, they didn't like him. It reminded me too much of North Carolina. I don't know. That looked more like the Cardinal blue ones, I thought. Well, and what were the ratings for North Carolina Duke? Uh, best NCAA game I've seen, a listener says, since Larry Bird and Magic.
2: By the way, uh, the caller's right about that uh, because Bartow came here in the 1974-5 uh, season and Audie Matthews, who he brought in that year, was on that team. And Rick Smith was the leading scorer, Otto Tucker was second, and Audie is uh, way down. He only averaged about uh can't see it, um uh, about 7 points or less. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. But he got uh, by the time he played under, under Lou and he was a much better scorer. He was he led the team in 1977 uh with 16 points a game. And uh, you know, as I said, he he was their he was their best player in, that, uh, in, in, the, in those two years. 77 and 70, 78 and 79.
1: All right, I think Blake, we've got that commercial somebody was talking about that came out after the North Carolina uh, Illinois game and the police officer. Okay, here it is.
0: So what they do? 36 and 35. That's a little harsh. Not in Illinois. Five seconds.
3: Illinois takes the shot. Rebound. Carolina with one second. And that is it.
1: North Carolina takes the title. There's a new dean in college basketball. Okay. So that's the uh, policeman commercial.
2: Tell me the team that Illinois shot the most three-point shots in history against. North
1: Carolina. In that game. In that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many Too many ones? threes, yeah. <laughs>
2: Brian. I've been a, against the three ever since. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, Mike Pearson pointed out today, 33 years ago today, 14, 15,000 people greeted the Illini on their return from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was, I guess, 33 years ago today. Yeah. Is what Mike Pearson just tweeted out. That's pretty interesting. All right. 1053, a quick break and then a couple of quick calls at the end. I got to get this in back in a moment here just before the top of the hour. All right, final uh, four or five minutes here with uh, Lauren Tate on our Monday Morning Quarterback Show. Tom Bruno joins me at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning on a, a Penny for Your Thoughts and then some more open line time. Uh, let's go to Marty here. How are you doing, Marty?
4: Morning, Brian. Morning, Lauren. And I'm sad to see uh, quarterbacks go for the summer, but I understand golf beckons, Lauren.
5: <laughs> um,
4: I, I want to leave you with this thought as you – head into the title game. I think I've learned this before while sitting at the spa after a workout, uh, down here in Pinehurst at the country club. I listened to three North Carolina alums, one of whom was a board member of the board of trustees discussing at that time, the current NCAA case. And he was talking to those guys and he said, well, He said, they're right about what we did. We're guilty. And then boys was taking classes, and they weren't attending. They were getting A's. He said, but we are not going to let that damn NCAA take our titles away from us. We've we've hired a big-time law firm. We're going to spend some money. And they think they got an angle on how we're going to keep this away from hurting the program. Hmm. So the bottom line is these people knew they were cheating. They knew they were guilty. But all they cared about was keeping their titles. And that's the quality of people you got in the NCAA final. And they can call them blue bloods across the country, the big-time basketball programs, but most all of them cheat, in my mind. So that's my thought going into the title tonight.
2: Well, they did it for 18 years. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it's
4: pretty good, isn't it? And, of course, Roy Williams knew nothing about it, of course. It's kind (laughs) of like Joe Biden, plausible deniability.
1: Well, yeah. he coached both places. Yeah. they're yeah, playing tonight. Yeah. So
4: well, I know.
1: Hey, thanks, Marty.
4: Yep.
2: Good to Take hear care. from you. By Ten, the way, real quick, Gene yeah. Barto was at Memphis. Okay. Then came to Illinois. Illinois. Then they went to UCLA and back to Alabama yeah, Bar- they, Birmingham. He
4: started
1: the Alabama Birmingham program, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. from scratch, yeah. basically.
2: He sure was at Memphis. Thank you, Don Rue. Yes,
1: appreciate that. Ten fifty-eight at uh, DWS on a penny for your thoughts. So glad they retained Coach Underwood. A listener says, "What do you think the reason was for everyone losing their shooting touch at the same time? Was everyone just worn out?" <laughs> I don't know. I Grandison wasn't out there to play. He wasn't much of a contributor yeah, at the end. And
2: I think I th- the. There was two things that happened that really affected the team. I thought, one was when everybody just quit making a pretense about it and just double teamed Audie, Kofi, Ab- um, Kofi yeah. Im- immediately. The other thing was that when they backed off of certain shooters, backed off and dared them to shoot, and it tightened them up. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Williams and Coleman Hawkins. Yeah, I-, I think that happened. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why Underwood didn't play. Hawkins on two occasions was because he was froze. Mm-hmm. They weren't guarding him. Yeah. All right,
1: Lauren, we're out of time. Yep. Thank you. I always appreciate you doing this. I love on it. Mondays. We'll uh, pick it up again when we get to football. Look forward to it. Yep. See you on a golf course somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our Monday morning quarterback show, and we'll pick it up again when we get closer to the football season in the fall. Tom Bruno joins me tomorrow. This is WDWS Champaign-Urbana headed for a high of 63 today. News coming up at 11 at the Tone. Have a great Monday.